guys. How are you? Welcome into a Saturday morning edition of the Daily Juice Podcast. My name is Matt Perrault. You guys can follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk. Matt, every morning we're here on bettingpros.com, which is important, by the way. I'll explain more on why bettingpros.com is important to know that, that we are on betting pros. This podcast is on betting pros. YouTube for the video, wherever you get your audio podcast, always being brought to you by BetMGM. $10 bet wins $150. $10 bet on any event wins $150. Promo code JUICE150 with BetMGM and BetMGM.com. All right. So why I bring that up about bettingpros.com. So last night, I made a mistake. <laughs> so I do all the editing for this podcast myself, just so you guys know, like I am solo on this. No one's awake, right? I mean, everybody at Betting Pros is asleep. I'm the only one awake on the West Coast. So every night at about nine o'clock Pacific time, give or take, I'm here taping this podcast. And last night I entered the, for whatever reason, uh, I have, you know, as things get kind of built up on your computer, I clicked on the wrong file. <laughs> all right. So I loaded the wrong file for this podcast. I was quickly alerted that, hey, Matt, this is wrong. So I went and changed it. And so we all got up this morning and I had like 15 DMs from people saying, hey, it's the wrong day on the podcast. Well, if you had gone to betting pros, you would have seen that it was right. You can always come here to YouTube, by the way, as well and watch the podcast. Maybe you don't do it consistently, but if you miss it for a day, you'll always get it on YouTube because that video, I mean, it has to, I mean, the color of my shirt won't. I'll be like, wait, that's wrong. So I'll never load the wrong video file. I might, oh, you know, maybe the wrong audio file. So that's, you know, sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to have that happen, but, you know, that's just the way things kind of unfortunately rolled out for us here. So just an FYI when it comes to this podcast. All right. So we get the football bet right. I'll admit having sent having South Florida cover that 23 points was a little bit fortuitous. Some big things happened in the second half, but Cincinnati again did not take care of business and Cincinnati does not cover. We catch the plus 23 half a unit there. We get the under wrong in that game. I thought it would go under went way over. So wrong on that. I was surprised to see how many points under South Florida scored on Cincinnati. That was a little surprising to me, but fine. And so we go one and one on that one. And then we get the basketball for Purdue. They cover by uh, 20. They win by 25 against Indiana State. So they get that 23 covered for us there. I think the number closed, by the way, at 26 and a half. So I I mean, if you bet that late, ouch, that's a bummer loss. They don't get there. You bet it early, got there. So, you know, one thing, numbers do matter here. So 23, 23 and a half, 24, 24 and a half, and so on, cast all the way up to 25. And it was a push. I had a bunch of things going personally. I had two goals, over two goals in the USA soccer match against Mexico. They scored two on their own. So that pushed. But the bet the day the pod is coming down to UNLV, sorry, UNLV, to uh, to UCLA hosting Villanova. That game is going on right now as we tape here. It's a West Coast late night game. So I don't know how the pod officially will end up today. So it's either a three in one day on the podcast. And I have Villanova money line going here. Um... I got something else right. I got a couple. Oh, I, I have um, a parlay. I took the Warriors and Nuggets parlay. That number. Uh, let's see where that game is. Uh, Chicago was getting killed. The Warriors Nuggets already won. Uh, it currently is 88-64 in the fourth quarter. So the Warriors are going to improve to 11-1 on the year. I'm glad I didn't bet that because I almost took 
the Bulls plus five and a half. I came close to doing it, but I decided not to. I just took the money line for the Warriors and that wound up cashing for us there. So uh, Warriors money line and uh, Nuggets money lines. That was a plus 130 parlay that I'll, I'll cash tonight. So that's good. So overall, good day for me. Uh, hopefully the podcast comes here with UCLA. Hopefully we get in. Uh, we, we can wind up going three and one on the podcast and have a good day here for us right now. UCLA is up by six. We laid four and a half. So we're OK for right now. So we'll see how that game goes uh, here in the first half. OK, so let's get to the place. I have got two full unit college football bets. I have one half unit UFC bet to make. And I'm going to be adding throughout the day today. All right. I'm going to jump in here. There's going to be a bunch of different things. I'm going to be on a bunch of plays. I'm going to be on as uh, it's a Saturday. We've got UFC card tonight to get into. We'll talk more about that fight here in just one second. But uh, let's start in college football and let's start with Wake Forest hosting NC State. This number is down. Uh, it was down to, to one. It's back up to two here. OK, so it's ping ponging two and a half down to one and a half down to one up to two total of 66 and a half. OK, I don't hate a play on the over in this game, but Right now, NC State is six and three against the number. They're four and one ATS in the ACC. Wake Forest is four and five against the spread, three and three in the ACC. At home, they are two and three against the number. NC State is two and two against the number. NC State last two games, laying three and six. Florida State in Louisville, they wind up winning by 14 and 15 points. Last time out, on the road at plus two and a half. Like we mentioned, we laid the UN, we laid two and a half with the Tor Heels in that game against Wake. They lost by three. They beat Duke by 38 points, covering that 16 and a half point line for that, beating Army by 14. Two games before that, they were laying seven and five and a half. They won by three on the road and at home at Louisville, home for Louisville and at Syracuse for a very, very good offense. Look, I think when you look at NC State, I think their numbers. You know, you start looking at their matchup stats here and you're going to immediately you're going to run to the defense and go 17.1, right? 17.1 points given up. That's a top 10 defense. You're going to go, Matt, really? Isn't it always better defense beats good offense? Yes, but and there's like a really big but in that because I don't think NC State is all that impressive based upon who they have played. I'm not really buying into it to be, I mean, I'm not really believing it, to be honest. I'm sort of like, eh, on this. And I think NC State's numbers are a little bit inflated, and I'm not really buying that they have this tremendous great defense that's going to slow down the Wake Forest offense, which we saw last week, can put points up in a blink. I mean, they are incredible at scoring, how fast they can get up and down the field, how quickly they can take the ball and just go. And they're at home. I think that is a significant factor here that they are at home here for this game between two teams ranked in the top 20. This game's on the ACC Network, by the way. So it's a 7.30 kickoff game. ACC Network's like, what? But ACC Network, okay? Wake's averaging 44 points per game. NC State has been, you know, very good 16, 17 points per game. Yardage wise, NC State, it's, a, it's an interesting look, okay? Yardage wise, just in totality, 337 yards per game. That's 25th best in the country. But let's look at the schedule here for Wake just a little bit closer as to who they have played, okay? They played Mississippi State and they lost 24 10. They played Clemson. They gave up 21 points to Clemson. 
Now they beat Clemson, but they gave up 21 points to that offense. Clemson's offense stinks. They played Miami and they lost to Miami 31-30. Give up 31 points to Miami. Yeah, all right. They gave up, you know, in the two losses, they gave up, you know, 24 and 31 points to offenses that are not as good as Wake Forest's offense. And so I think when you look at the numbers, the more impressive thing to me is what Wake Forest's offense is capable of doing with 45 points per game, 44, 45 points. Number one scoring offense in the in the, in the country, 520 yards for them, 6.7 yards per play. That's seventh best in the country. They pass 9.4 yards per pass play. That's seventh best in the country. And look, defensively, Wake isn't good. We know that. But how good offensively is North Carolina? Okay. I mean, 29 points a game is fine. 51, 51st in the country. It's all right. They have 404 yards of total offense. I'm not going to debate that this could wind up being a shootout. But in shootout type games, I got a home team here in Wake Forest. I'm not going to play around with the number here because I don't want to deal with like a one, two point loss. You know, they, they, they lay two, they win by one. I don't want to get into that. I just want Wake to win the football game. Okay. Money line's not expensive. It's minus 125. Okay. Wake Forest minus 125 on the money line. One unit. I'm just taking Wake to bounce back here. They're at home. They're playing for an ACC championship opportunity. I just think Wake is the better football team offensively, and I think it's going to be a big, big game for them. I think they're going to score a ton of points. Again, I don't hate a play on the under, on the over. I might come in myself with the over on this game, but 68 points is a mm, 65, sorry, 60, 65 and a half. It's a lot of points here. I, it could easily happen. It got it got there really easily. And we want, want to talk about like, you know, where these teams are overs. Four and five and four and five, which is pretty interesting, right? Given their offenses, you know, against North Carolina, the total was 78 and it went over by 35 points. <laughs> uh, but the last two games for NC State against, against Florida State and Louisville, both those games went under by 13 and 16 points. So it's like it's a little bit scary to kind of ride an NC State over because I don't know if I trust them to get there. So that's why I'm not going to make that official play. But one unit, Wake Forest, money line. Minus 125 is the first pick. Second pick, let's talk about our boy, Matt Corral. All right, this guy, if he's going to win the Heisman, he has to have a monster game. Like, this has got to be his game. He has got to put up a huge score here because I think his defense is going to give up points. I'm going to be personally on the over in this game. All right, I, 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 will, I will take the over 57 points between A&M and Ole Miss personally, but this number is three. And it's coming down. So I hopefully I don't hate if you buy it to three. I don't hate that. But I got it at three. Yeah, I've seen other books go to two and a half. I'm at three. And I think that's a really key number, obviously. So I don't mind buying it off of two and a half. You got to pay the 130. Fine. 135. Don't go higher than 130. Really? It's probably the highest I would go on that. You want to look at the numbers here so far this season. Ole Miss is five, three and one against the number. Texas A&M is six and three against the number at home. Ole Miss three one and one against the spread on the road. Texas A&M is one and two against the spread. A&M has covered the last four games. They are laying three points, two and a half points here at Ole Miss. Ole Miss covered last week against Liberty. Did not cover against Auburn. They lost by eleven on the road. There we were on Auburn in that game. LSU they beat them by fourteen, laying nine. They beat Tennessee by five, laying one point with them. And you want to talk about from a, a, a total perspective, 
A&M is three and six to the over. So is Ole Miss, three and six to the over. One and four in SEC games. The numbers, everyone thought this offense could score tons of points, uh, but I do think they're actually going to score a ton of points. Ole Miss's offense, their games have gone under four consecutive games. Liberty, Auburn, LSU, Tennessee, all under. Those totals were 66 and a half, 67 and a half, 76 and a half, and 82 and a half. So huge balloon numbers. So maybe the public's off betting overs when it comes to Ole Miss and it's our chance to kind of jump in here and maybe they see that trend to the under and go, oh, bet the under. Maybe we get a better number before kick and we go over between A&M and Ole Miss. I think Matt Corral has got to be the best player on the field coming up here. A&M's got the number two scoring defense in the country, 14.7 points per game. But given the pace of play, which Ole Miss plays, I don't think anybody can really slow them down in the country. I don't think you can stop them. You might be able to slow them down, but this is an offense giving up 5.6 yards per pass play. They were able to frustrate Alabama, and but they were at home when they did that. This is on the road. Ole Miss's offense, 35 points per game, 510 yards of offense per game. They throw the ball 9.2 yards per pass play. Matt Corral is outstanding running the football. That's why they average five yards per rush. Much of it is from Matt Corral. I need Ole Miss to play hard. I need Ole Miss to win this game most likely outright, but I'll take the three points here and hope for a push at worst. Ole Miss plus three, one unit here. I will be on the over 57 personally. And then the other college games that I am eyeballing. Okay, I am. There's probably four more that I may be involved with either personally or, uh, or, or officially. I will tell you that in the morning this morning, because we have our discord channel conversation, which by the way, I think we missed last three. So hopefully you guys will find a winner for me, uh, for the discord channel. We came close yes last week, but we're going to do that chat at eight o'clock in the morning, Pacific 11 AM Eastern time. And either during that chat or right before that chat, I will tell you if I'm going to take Michigan on the money line against Penn State. Petrified about that, man. Petrified, petrified, petrified. Harbaugh, I mean, his record in big games in big spots, just not good. But Penn State's not ranked. So that's a good thing for that trend. Maybe Michigan. Oklahoma, Baylor. Man, I want to take Baylor. I really want to take Baylor money line. <laughs> I don't know how to do it officially. I don't know what I'm going to do yet, but I really want to take Baylor. I want to take the points at five and a half at home, take a home dog. I don't know. I mean, the, the total is just you know, ridiculous. It's 63 points in this game. I, a part of me wants to take Baylor plus five and a half desperately. Uh, and then I want to look talk about Purdue and, and Ohio State. Everyone, if Purdue wins this game outright, they'll set a record becoming the first team to beat three AP top 10 teams in the same season. No one's ever done that. <laughs> beat Iowa when they were number two. Beat Michigan State when they were number two last week. Here comes Ohio State at number four. No one's ever beaten three top 10 teams in the regular season. Man, can can they do it again? Can they? They're giant killers, right? The public is starting to come around on Purdue. If this number goes below 21, I very well might be on Ohio State, but it's so fun to bet on Purdue. It really is. I may just take a half unit flyer on Purdue at plus 21 just because it's Purdue. <laughs> it's really fun to bet on the dog like this to go and go into Ohio State and get a win or to put a scare in the Buckeyes. That would be awesome. Produce four and two right now. And obviously there's a lot riding as they're trying to make the Big Ten title game. Wisconsin's playing really, really well right now. And so maybe they're the team to beat in the conference uh, on that side of the conference. But 
Purdue beating Ohio State would be monster. I mean, just absolutely monster, but 21 points maybe. So those are the games I'm kind of watching. Northwestern in Michigan may be like the most boring game of the year. And like everyone just is like screaming, bet the under, bet the under, bet the under. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I mean, Wisconsin's actually playing decently. But a lot of big games are early. 41, by the way. The total is 41 for Northwestern and Wisconsin. So just two plays officially right now and a lot going either personal card or professional or, or, or official card. I don't know yet, but I'll talk about it during the Discord channel or before the Discord chat. Eight o'clock on Pacific, eight o'clock in the morning Pacific time, or eleven a.m. Eastern time for that. I do have one more half unit bet to give you, and it's the main event of UFC Vegas forty-two: Holloway versus Rodriguez. So here is Max Holloway, who is back into the octagon, who is still one of the greatest, but people may have forgotten a little bit about how good this dude really is. Max Holloway is one of the most difficult fighters to stop in all of the UFC. 15 minutes is what his average fight time is. And he's fought a bunch of five rounders. Aaron Rodriguez is known for his flamboyant, crazy, wild style inside the octagon. But this dude hasn't fought in a while. And his last fight was an unbelievable knockout of Jeremy Stevens. But this is Max Holloway. We're going to need something like ridiculous and crazy. Max Holloway is the far superior striker here in this fight. And I don't know if. Rodriguez has the fight defense to really withstand Holloway's pressure. Strike absorbed per minute is 3.13. That's a little high when you're fighting Max Holloway. Max lands 7.26 strikes per minute. Like that is, <laughs> he has an incredible gas tank, gas tank. He has an incredible output. He's so tough, so durable, but he has been hurt before. We've seen him go down before. We've seen him be hit. Max Holloway just is so strong. He's such an interesting fighter because of what he brings to the octagon, how tough he has been, how durable he has been. I mean, the, the people that Max Holloway has fought, it's just incredible. I mean, in his last fight, it was the unanimous decision against Calvin Cater. But I mean, he lost to Alexander Volkanovsky by decision, split decision. Before that, it was the you know, he lost by decision to Volkanovsky. Before that, he got a victory against Frankie Edgar with the decision. He got a uh, he lost to Dustin Poirier by decision, but he knocked out Brian Ortega. He knocked out Jose Aldo. He knocked out Jose Aldo the previous time. He knocked out Anthony Pettis. Okay, this is the type of Max Holloway we need to get back to. And I think the UFC is doing him a little bit of a, I don't want to say it's a favor here by giving him Rodriguez because maybe Rodriguez done something spectacular and he knocks out Holloway and all of a sudden it's like, oh my gosh, here comes Yager Rodriguez. But I just don't see it. In case I'm wrong, all right, in case I'm wrong and Max Holloway has gotten kind of chinny here, it is the fight to finish inside the distance or the fight to go the distance. Yes is minus 120, and the no is minus 110. It's kind of a coin flip here, all right? I'm going to take a dude that Max Holloway is so indestructible that it's going to take something ridiculous for Mariguez to knock him out, but that's what that guy does. <laughs> like That's what that guy does. So I don't want to have, I don't want to be wrong on the, the wrong end of a spectacular knockout, 
and I'm just going to bet this fight to go inside the distance. Minus 110, not a lot of juice on it, okay? Again, kind of a coin flip, but Holloway and Rodriguez to not go to the cards. Doesn't matter who wins, just does not go to the cards at minus 110 for a half a unit is where I'm going to jump in here. Probably in the third, fourth, or fifth rounds is not going to be a quick fight. Not going to be a quick stoppage. This is going to go probably into the fourth, the fifth round when someone either submits the other or knocks out the other. But that's where I'm going for the UFC here tonight. Max Holloway versus Yair Rodriguez. And we're taking inside the distance, the fight not to go to the cards. So no, the fight will not go the distance at minus 110 in the main event at UFC Fight Night. 42 in Vegas. All right. Like I mentioned, we'll have a bunch of more plays, either personal or professional going for college football here today at Purdue, Ohio state, Michigan, the Michigan game, um, you know, Baylor and Oklahoma. A lot of the games are early, by the way, Wisconsin and Northwestern. Uh, so just FYI, Wisconsin, Northwestern noon kick, uh, Mississippi State, Auburn, noon kick, Oklahoma, Baylor, noon kick, Michigan, Penn State, noon kick, Eastern. So just heads up on that. Be awake. Be ready to go. Be ready to fire. If you want to fade or follow some of my picks, uh, we'll be more active in the morning. But just two picks here. So again, Wake Forest, money line minus 125, Ole Miss plus three. I will be on the over personally and then inside the distance for Rodriguez and Holloway at minus 110 for a half a unit. More to come later today here for the Daily Juice officially and personally. Follow me on Twitter at Sports Talk Matt. Every morning, it's the Daily Juice podcast. Always being brought to you by BetMGM. MGM. 